be something with this machine because it skips that audio now and then. It's like we stop it. Black Hats is uh, Poppy is here. The howdy. I think I poured a little too much of mm, that in the glass. We have a brand new bottle of Wild Turkey 101 <clears throat> that we're going to crack open right now. I figured it would give you a little bit of that bottle cork opening ASMR uh, action. Um, hope you're all doing well. Hope your weekend was okay. Uh, mine wasn't. Mine wasn't bad. Sorry. Right. Um, knees have been bothering me lately, which doesn't make me entirely happy. Um, but here we go. Here's the cracking open of the new bottle. So you get that nice characteristic. Oh, that's good. That's a good sound. So pour a slug of that in there. I uh, apologize for last week. Uh, I know I was said I was going to be here Thursday. We have sort of two stories to kind of talk about. And that includes one of them. So... I had, um, I made a mess. I've been kind of working out and was feeling mostly okay. And was like, all right, I'm going to go out and enjoy a couple drinks outside. Uh, as mocktails, have a couple cigars, uh, you know, chill out. Gonna have, a, gonna have a nice time. So, <laughs> my stomach hadn't been feeling good on Thursday, like earlier in the day. But I was like, eh, no, no big deal. So, I go out to this place, and I'm sitting out there, and I have a couple of these bacon wrapped hot dogs. Um, Krista's here. Hi, Krista. Love you. And I've had these before. Like the guy that makes them, he cooks them on this hot dog cart and has like, I mean, they're good. The hot dogs are fucking delicious. So yeah, I need to eat. So I have a couple of those. And I have this uh, juice drink there. I'm hanging out outside. It's... uh going fine it's going nice and i have a cigar so i get about maybe halfway through the cigar and was talking with a friend of mine there we're talking about um <laughs> indiana jones movies we're talking about indiana jones movies zykolos is here whoop, whoop. aloha the german with his hawaiian greeting but good to see you glad to see you here sir <laughs> And as we're talking about this, I start to feel not so great. I start to feel kind of lightheaded and kind of like, ooh. So I start to not feel so great. And I'm like, eh. Start getting kind of a cold sweat. I'm like, ugh. I kind of feel like I'm going to 
pass out a little bit. So I'm like, I need to go sit somewhere and sit somewhere cool. So I tell this guy, I was like, all right, uh, you know, I need to use the restroom. I'll be right back. So I go inside this place, go inside the bathroom and sit on the floor. And I'm like sitting there. I'm like, whew, man, I don't know. Maybe I was just overheating. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe I had like a blood sugar spike or drop or whatever. They're like, okay, feel a little bit better now. So go back outside, pick up my cigar. And they're like, I would say five, like five minutes later, like, oh man, it's coming back. Stomach feels weird, but I'm like, man, I just feel like dizzy, dizzy and woozy, like just not feeling good at all. So... I go back inside to close up my tab and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to use the bathroom again. Which I imagine to people, they're probably like, didn't that guy just go in and out of the bathroom? What is he doing? Is he doing fucking cocaine in there? What the fuck's that weirdo doing? So I get back in and I sit on the toilet and I'm like just breathing. I'm like, all right. I think it's passing again, not far from my house. I need to just get the fuck home. So I get out of the bathroom, pay my tab, drive home. I'm like, okay, feeling a little better, whatever. I think I should just go to bed. So go to bed and I wake up at about 3, 3.30 in the morning and just feel like there's an absolute knife turning in my guts. Just in knots, cramps. I'm like, oh, man. So get out of bed, go into the bathroom, and just unload a hellacious pile of diarrhea. Just an absolute, absolute fury. Just a diarrhea fury. I'm like, oh, man. Hey, Dean Lo-Fi is hosting us. Dean Lo-Fi has five people uh, there in his kick chat. If you have not followed Dean Lo-Fi Plays, his username's a little different than from what was on uh, Twitch, maybe if you remember. But Dean Lo-Fi Plays is here. Dean Lo-Fi uh, plays a lot of games. Very chill dude. Plays some great music. Um, one of the nicest guys that I know on the streaming world, say, um plays a lot of world of warcraft plays uh been playing some diablo you can hear his sweet smooth lo-fi tunes so highly recommend uh stop by and checking out dean uh dean is going to get because he also has been around for a while dean is going to get the vip treatment as well as the og badge so dean uh, now has uh, vip and og OG, original gangster. We're doing all right, Dean. We're telling a, a strange story about how I got sick to my stomach. And, uh, man, woke up and just was wrecked. Just wrecked up. Um, absolutely stomach was just fucking destroyed. So I <laughs> finish up, clean up, go back to bed. And that was kind of the end of it. And so I'm like thinking later. 
Like, man, what happened? Like, I wonder if I got sick from something. And I wonder if it was not the food I ate there, but I wonder if that food was pushing down whatever was in there. I think maybe it was my lunch. So I'm like, you usually don't get sick from something you eat that fast. I mean, that was like 15, 20 minutes. So I don't know what happened. My uh, body freaked out. Maybe, maybe possibly the cure is that I needed a little bit more Wild Turkey 101. So let's go ahead and have a little bit more of that. As you know, if you were here watching this, and if you were listening to this as a podcast, we're not on Twitch anymore. We are now on Kick. Twitch can fuck off. We're going to be over here now. Uh, so, yeah. Um, a lot of the other favorite folks that we used to raid and share. Death Strike Virus, uh, Shake a Wolf is over here. Dean Lo-Fi is over here. Uh, lots of uh, folks from sort of that same community uh, have also jumped over. So you might want to spin up an account if you want to stop in and chat. Dean says the beer always cures it for him. Yeah, I don't like... Maybe that's the other thing, too. Maybe my beer levels are low. I haven't drank beer much in quite a while, mostly just uh, whiskey. Krista is about ready to get herself timed out because she's taunting me with the mellow corn that I do not have. Do not have. But I, I bet you I can get it at Total Wine. I don't have to go over there and find me some mellow corn. Um. But so yeah, that was kind of like a not great start to the weekend. And as we're going to discuss in the second part of the episode, somebody said one of the more horrible things to me I've heard said to me in quite some time. And so we're going to talk about that too. Um, part of that will be a, hey, you can give me your perspective on it. Part of me just needs to vent and get off my chest. There may possibly be some yelling. <laughs> I'll warn you up front, there may be some possible yelling. Um, yeah, car carbonation, like 99 cents, I think it's like 89 or 99 cents. You can get these big bottles of sparkling water from the grocery store. So I had a grocery store order today. So I ordered like three more of them. Cause I'm like, for a fucking dollar, do you get a refreshing, a uh, refreshing, refreshing, sparkly drink? Uh, and with either a little bit of some lemon or lime or whiskey, you get just, you get a delicious drink. You get a refreshing, effervescent treat. So why not? And here's a treat and a cheers to all of you out there. By the way, <laughs> I, I think of this all the time. And Dean, I, I hope you're still here because if you are, maybe this will make you laugh. But I remember during the lockdown period of the big C, uh, I would often at the end of my day sit and watch Dean uh, play some some video games while I do my stretches and whatever before going to bed. <laughs> and there's one night where he's, he's streaming in there and he gets this look on his face. He's like, man. Some, 
Somebody's cooking some weird meat. <laughs> Somebody's cooking some weird meat. I'm like smelling my whole apartment. Uh, ugh. It's, it smells fucking like rotted meat. It's this rotting meat. Which is <laughs> hilarious. But also, I experienced that, number one, when I got here and I was staying in this extended stay. Somebody was cooking some disgusting meat. Whatever the fuck that was. It smelled terrible. And then, I don't know, the, one of my neighbors over here will occasionally barbecue something outside. It definitely smells like weird meat. Um, maybe, just got, maybe, got, maybe got sick to my stomach through smell. Like that guy with the can of fish that he ate. That's Black Hat's favorite video. There's this guy gagging on a can of, what's that, Sjöströmming? The Swedish, like, fermented fish. But, oh, every now and then. And then whenever I smell some sort of meat smell, I always just think in my head of the Dean voice. Going, Man, somebody's cooking some weird meat. <laughs> somebody's cooking some weird meat. <laughs> it smells like rotten meat up in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they moved out too. It's fucking gross. That's like people at the. That's like people when you work in an office and they microwave fish. Just don't. Just don't. It should be banned. Like yeah, I get it. on one hand you can cook whatever you want, but like, dude, Jamaican me cooking horses. I mean, I, I, I've never had horse meat. I I would eat horse meat. Apparently, it's very high in protein. Uh, what's that? There's an MMA guy who lived in Amsterdam. He used to swear by eating horse meat. Cause like, yeah, it's like super high in protein and it's like low in fat. He's like, it's better than beef. It's better than beef. But like, I think it's still illegal in the United States. Blood pudding has a foul smell. I mean, it has a foul name. I imagine that pudding made out of blood or guts or whatever the hell that is it's probably gonna smell gross i don't like i like meat but but i don't like gross rotted smelly meat i want i don't want smelly meat i want like a delicious burger or steak or sausages or something like that i mean it's not to say i can't enjoy a good spice but like some of that i'm like what meat is that even that you're cooking is it zombie? Because it smells like you're cooking a zombie. Literally smells like you're cooking a zombie with spices on it. It's like fuck roadkill. Like they picked up a raccoon or something that was dead on the side of the road. And they're like, oh, shit, you make at least three or four cuts out of that. Oh, bleh. Now, if Black Cat says, <laughs> Black Cat is saying that, you know, it's bad. Ew. Did I ever guys tell you the liquid steak story? Should I tell you the liquid steak story? Then <laughs> uh, we're talking about rotted meat. Maybe we should tell you that tell you the liquid steak story. Can't remember if I talked about that or not. Ew. Chris, this is some UK thing that some French people like. In terms of the blood pudding, I'll take a pass on that. I'll stick with uh, 
fish and chips, e.g. Well, they're not. Well, the crisps. They call them chip. It's weird. It's confusing. We got to get Londi or Dan in here to explain. Liquid steak. So here's a liquid steak story. A couple of buddies were having a barbecue. And the one guy had uh, brought you know, a bunch of meat to grill. And so they have this barbecue outside. And they're drinking some beers and doing whatever. And that's that. Nice barbecue. So... It's near the end of summer, fall, and fall, and then winter rolls around. Now, granted, this is Michigan, so then it gets very cold. So, the next spring rolls around, and he's like, my car kind of smells. So, he's like, you know, maybe he had something on his shoe. He's like, ew. So, he cleans his car. And he's driving around. He's like, no, man. My car still fucking stinks. So he's like, well, maybe maybe it was like really something that got on the seats or whatever. So he buys like a shampoo kit. Takes it to a wa- uh, wash place, washes it. Gets it home, takes all the mats out. Scrubs and cleans the mats. Uses a, a like a, an upholstery cleaner. Shampoos the inside. He's like, okay, that's not bad. Maybe it was just something that was like in there. It was gross. So he's back to driving around. But a week or so goes by and he's like, oh, man, no, you can smell this fucking smell again. He's like, what in the fuck is wrong with this car? What the fuck is wrong with my car? And so I think he happens to be going to play. Um, I don't know what he was. He was doing something. And he opens his trunk. And this wave of fucking rotted meat smell hits him. This just unbelievable stench. And he's like, And sees a cooler in his trunk. As it had happened, after the barbecue, he forgot to take this cooler out of his trunk. He never had any occasion to go in his trunk for some time. And so in the trunk, in the cooler, were a few steaks that they had that they hadn't cooked. And so he opens this cooler and there is a soup of liquid rotting steak in it. <laughs> It's full of liquid steak. (laughs) So they're like, oh, no. So he's like, oh, my God. Now what the fuck do I do with this? So they end up driving out to some lot somewhere. I don't recall where it was. I don't know if it was... um, Like a store parking lot or some empty dirt lot, whatever. But then they used a broom handle and lifted very carefully, lifted this cooler up and out of the trunk using a uh, broom handle. (laughs) Just set the cooler down and just drove away and left it there. It's like, I want to get any of that on me. You get any of that on me, 
or if that leaks or drips into the car, then you will never get it out. So he took his cooler full of rotted steak and just left it and then drove off. And then uh, I think about it after a couple of weeks, the smell went away and that was the end of that. But let that be a lesson to you. If you go to a barbecue now that we are approaching the first day of summer, if you have a summer barbecue, don't forget your leftovers. I swear I'm not picking on people because I just told you a story about a guy that did that, but I don't know how many girls I've been with that always get leftovers and then forget them. Oh, I'm going to get this to go. I'm going to get this and, and, and eat it later. And they leave it in the footwell of their car or my car or somewhere. They bring it home and they set it on the counter and forget. And then in the morning you wake up and now there's this old moldy thing of fucking food sitting there. Oh, oops, I forgot to put it in the fridge. Every, every, every goddamn time. Every goddamn time. So I'm like, don't, no, don't take it home. Because you're just going to leave it in my house. And then I'm going to have like rotted kebabs or some other shit sitting here. And then my house is going to smell like fucking rotted meat. <laughs> yeah, Cigar Girl lives in a smelly house. Well, it wasn't until you left your... Barbacoa taco bean garlic dish sitting here in the summer all night on my counter. Fucking leftovers, man. Look, just just eat it all. Or just... Find a mouse or a cat or something. Give it to the fucking animals. Because you're going to forget it. And then I'm going to have to deal with it. And I don't want to have to use a broom handle and leave it in an abandoned parking lot. It's not my idea of a good time. Took a big hard pass on that. Uh, Podcast folks, we're going to take a brief little break. And we'll be right back with uh, something that really bothered me. Something really bothered me. But before we get to the rest of that story, did anybody do anything fun this weekend? Um, Up to anything amusing? Zykolos comments that his streams have the same qualities on Twitch, but he thinks it's his slow internet. The one thing that I'll say, Zykolos, for you on Twitch is this. Because you weren't an affiliate or partner or whatever the hell you want to call it. When I would watch your streams, I always had to watch it in like a full 1080 whatever broadcast because Twitch won't allow you to change that as much, I don't think, unless you're a partner or affiliate, whatever. Kick, I've noticed that everybody, even new streamers, you can still select the resolution that you want to watch the broadcast in. Um, I even set mine down. I don't broadcast in that high of a resolution because I feel like for most of the people that are watching this, especially just for my show, you don't really need it that high of a resolution. So I think this is 720p uh, or whatever. So I'm not even broadcasting it that high of a resolution because you don't really need to see that much detail of this mangled face. 
The black cat didn't do anything fun. Aww. How about you, Dean? Do anything fun? Krista, do anything fun? Psychos, anything fun? You know, other than my diarrhea attack, I mean, the rest of the weekend wasn't too bad. Um, you know, I feel like I probably didn't get the sleep I wanted to get. Um, but other than that, and uh, I mean, it was fine. Nothing else really crazy happened. Zycholus is doing Valheim at the moment. Well, if you're playing unmodded Valheim or whatever, uh, you can do crossplay with that. I've been playing Valheim uh, with a buddy of mine. I imagine knowing your expertise at games, you're probably all, already farther ahead or whatever than I am. However, if you weren't and you're starting over and you want help gathering supplies or doing whatever, let me know. I'm at the Plains region, so I've got pretty strong Plains level uh, equipment. Zycholus just reached the iron stage. Oh, the swamps. The swamps are tough. Swamps are tough. They introduce a lot of different mechanics uh, there. And because your character is always wet, your stamina and everything regenerates really slow. And the poison will just fucking wreck your shit up. Uh, will just wreck your shit up. So the, the, the swamps are tough. Well, we can do a start together if you want a new game. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe sometime. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'd like... I don't know if I, if I finish it, if I'll keep playing it. I think once I beat it, like, I'll play through the expansion, whatever, and then probably move on. But it, it's, it's a lot of fun. Dean asks, did I ever play Conan? No, I really thought that was interesting, though. That looked like a fun, uh, fun game. I've always been a big fan of Conan and all those properties. Um, but I just never had the time. I, I dropped out of a lot of the, so many of those type games because I just didn't have the time to, to put in them um, to go through so much of that. And I will say at least Valheim makes that a little easier. Um, it's not it's not so grindy like a traditional massively multiplayer game. Um, because some of those, I, I just I don't have the hours to put in like I used to. Krista says she didn't really do anything, just chilled at home to take a stroll Friday afternoon to the local liquor store after going to breakfast. Yeah, and you bought that sweet, sweet mellow corn. That's what I've been missing. My mellow corn levels are low. That's why I'm all discombobulated. How did I not see this earlier? That it's my mellow corn levels that are throwing me off. I'm low on my mellow corn. Duh. So it's fucking it's elementary. How did I fuck that up? Conan, you have to wait real time to get your thralls convinced that you're their new lord. Ugh. See, I don't know if I'd have the time or patience for some of that. Like, I have a limited amount of time to play. I want to be able to just do shit. A lot of the games you have to, like, wait for a lot of that stuff. I'll say even Valheim, like, you have to forge these ores and everything. But the only thing that's nice about that is if you want to make it go faster, you can just build more smelters or forges or whatever and just do three, four, five stacks at a time. There's nothing that you really have to wait, wait for other than that. I mean, cooking some of the food, but even that's pretty quick. Um, so let me, let me tell you a story. I'm going to replay with you 
uh, a bit of a conversation. Krista asks, could someone ship to you? I just, I need to go check Total Wine. Total Wine has a ridiculous selection. They actually have a lot of those out here. So I just need to take the time to go to a Total Wine store and just see if they have it. Um, and if they do, just pick that up from there. I imagine they have to. It, it's not like it's that rare. I also went to this place called Travis Liquor that I bought. I should have waited to taste it on stream, but I couldn't wait. Jepson's Malort. Uh, if, you've, if you haven't had Jepson's Malort, it tastes like poison. I hadn't had it in a long time, and I tried it. It still tastes like poison. Um, wow, that is a strong spirit. Not even like proof-wise, but... If you, if you ever have children and you want to deter them away from drinking, just be like, yeah, yeah, maybe you're old, maybe you are old enough. Here, here, have some of this Jepson's Malort where you're going to share a drink with your, with your old uncle. They'll take one sip of that and they'll never want to touch it again. It is that vile. <laughs> it's that, that harsh. It's bad. If you can find some of it around where you live. I fucking dare you. <laughs> but let me recount a conversation for you, and you can tell me uh, whether I was the asshole here or not, or whatever. But I have a friend, and said friend is very much of a... She's hard on herself all the time. She's kind of a Debbie Downer. She's kind of a little bit of a quitter. And she has a, a child. She has a small child. And has a job. Has an apartment. Whatever. And so we were talking one day. And she... I can't remember what she was talking about. Um... Asked me what I was doing and said, well, I'm at the, you know, I'm at the gym right now. I'm trying to be more consistent, and better about this, whatever. And she's like, oh yeah, I, I haven't been doing that. So great. Need to get back on that. I said, well, you, know, you frequently, uh, you know, I know that you get busy and you sort of fall off on it, but like start small and just stick with it. Just try to get back into it. And like she often does, oh, well, you know, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm busy with this right now and I have these things and I've been tired lately. I said, I like, you know, sure, I get that. Like, that's why you just got to, you got to push through it. You just got to do it. You know, this person was in the army. You know, they were in the army. So to me, there's a little bit of the, come on, get the esprit de corps, like, you just got to do it. Just start doing it. Like, And what I wanted to say to her was, it's always an excuse with you. You always have a million excuses as to why the things you want to do, you can't do them. And they aren't even like monumental things. Again, like you want to start getting back into exercise? There's literally nothing for this person that would prevent them from doing that. You could do knee lifts while you're waiting at the elevator. 
you can do stretches while you're at the water cooler waiting for your lunch to cook in the microwave. Like there's a million small little things that you can do to start doing doing that. But like you got to push through it and start doing it. But I didn't say any of that. I just said, well, you know, I, hey, I'm always here for like inspiration and I'll see it did the max headroom hitch thing again. I just saw it. Oh, see, like it did it twice. I don't know what triggers that. Part of me wants to know if it's something with this computer. Because it does it with the audio too. If you've noticed it at the beginning of the show, the audio was like skipping. I feel like this computer might just be a piece of shit. Uh, anybody ever does that thing looking weird doing exercise the water cooler? I have. I don't care. Shit, I'm waiting, uh, I mean, pouring myself a water or whatever, or I'm waiting for shit to cook by the microwave. I'm stretching. I'm waiting for my desk. I'm not sitting down. It's none of your business what I'm doing. But, you know, I told her, I was like, well, you know, I'm always here for, like, inspiration or whatever, like, encouragement. But, you know, I think you should just try to, to get back through it. And she gave me some, some other excuse. I forget what it is because I deleted the text message thread because I was so pissed off. But I, I don't know. I made some comment where I said, I think like, you know, Hey, uh, I'm as old or older than you are. And like, you know, if I can make the fight and push to stick with it, like I know you can. And the response I got back was this. Well, I put other people first and you only care about yourself. That's why you're able to do that. And that was like a punch to the fucking stomach. And so I replied and I said, that is an absolutely horrible thing to say to me. And I'm actually so pissed at you right now. Uh, I think I'm going to, and she started to reply and she's like, oh, well, I think maybe you're taking it away. I didn't, I said, I'm so pissed at you right now. That was such an awful thing to say to me that I'm stepping away from this like, I'm muting this conversation and walking away from this because I don't want to say something that I would regret. Meaning I hope you regret saying that because you may have just ended friendship. The, to me, that was that bad of a thing to say. And then of course I'm like, well, am I like, maybe I am. You know, I still have doubts about moving out here. Like, I miss my family. I miss some of my friends. Like, I feel like it was the right thing to do for me in my life. But, like, yeah, okay, you know, it's kind of a selfish thing. And, like, you know, part of me wanted to, to clap back and say, well, I take care of only thing for myself because I don't remember anybody else fucking volunteering for the job. As a matter of fact, how many times did I move all of my shit and there was nary a soul to be found, but I helped you move all your shit 
Do you, do you forget that? Do you forget me taking time out of my day on a day off to come help you with your horse shit? You know, I don't see anybody else volunteering to help or take care of me in any of the amount of time. So, yeah, you know, you're right. I do take care of and care about myself because nobody else is fucking here to help out. Who else is going to do it? Would you like me to be like you and just be some bitchy little complainer all the time where everything is an excuse and everything is a, well, can't do it. Would you like me to be a spineless fucking pussy like you are? Like, no, because I actually stand up and fucking face things and push through them because I'm a fucking responsible adult. So that had me pissed. Fucking pissed. No, I didn't move here for my job. I actually told my job I'm moving, and if they wanted to fire me, they could. I moved out here because I just needed to. And so, yes, that was a selfish decision. My allergies, I couldn't take it anymore. I, some of the physical issues I've had, I just was like, couldn't take it anymore. I was sick of the winters over there. I wanted to ride my motorcycle more. I was like, I, I felt stuck in my life. And so I was like, you know, I needed to do something else. Yes, a selfish decision. And so I'm like, God, really? Is that what everybody fucking thinks? Does, do, do all the rest of my friends think this? Screw that, you better your life. If others don't like it, too bad, so sad. And that's what I sort of thought. But I'm like, asked a couple of my other friends. I was like, I, I got this message. Like, is this, is, is this how you feel? Is this the way, way like you think? And, and most of them were like, no. Absolutely not. As a matter of fact, you're one of the few people that I know that will help others to their own detriment to, and at their own expense. Um, you know, I have a friend that I won't name who is going through her own struggles with trying to move. And I went out on a limb to help her out. I don't fucking have to do that. I helped. Uh, you know, guy that was here, let him borrow my truck because his uh, tire was getting repaired on his, on his vehicle and he was going to have to miss work. I didn't have to fucking do that. I helped people move there out here, helped them pick up shit and move it to their house. I didn't have to fucking do that. I do this show all the time. Yeah, it's for my benefit, but I know sometimes too when some of you guys are bummed out, it's like, oh, we need a fun episode. You know, like... I always try to be, I feel like, try to be here for people, to listen, whatever. And so for me to get that response, you know, I, I have another friend out here. He struggled with some substance abuse problems and some anxiety problems. And he's had some relationship issues. And I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm here for you anytime. You know, one day I was, he's like, well, you know, I'd like to go out, but I, I can't, you know, I'm trying to save some money because I have my daughter. So I said, look, dude, let's just go out. Like drinks are on me. Like, come on, let's go. So we went out and had a chat. And he was like, man, you know, I, I needed that. And so I'm like, really? Really? That's what you're going to say to me? That's what you're going to say to me? Fucking unbelievable. In, in, in that person, that person that I went out with, that, that I had the drinks with, told him about all this. 
And he goes, oh, dude, he goes, that's just projection. They know they're being a quitter. And, and Black Hat says, so weird that she was in the army and came out with that attitude. There was some in like that and they were a pain in the ass. And, and so, yeah, I of all the people that I have known in my life and whom I would have thought joined the army, she is at the bottom of the list. But he's like, yeah, uh, that that's excuses, excuses, excuses. And the thing was, probably she felt like you totally had her pegged that even though you didn't say it, she knew that all she was doing was giving stupid excuses. And she got mad, and so she just decided to hurt you. So she just decided to say something shitty uh, to fucking hurt you. I said, well, mission accomplished. I guess she she learned that pretty well. Because, that man, that, that got me. That, uh, that cut me good. That cut me good. You know, I, I even think of, like, this show. You know, I retweet other people's streams. I retweet other people's podcasts. I try to engage. I try to show up. I host. I raid. I do all the rest of this stuff. Vast majority of them, I feel like, rarely ever come in here. Rarely ever retweet my episodes or podcasts or specials or anything else. And I don't complain about any of that because I don't expect it. I don't expect it. I just enjoy trying to help other people. And I hope that puts a smile on their face and makes them feel like they at least have someone out there who's kind of supporting them, especially since I know a lot of people in this life and in this world feel lonely and underappreciated. And that's what you're going to say to me, is that I only care about myself. The other thing I felt like saying is, well, you want to talk about selfishness. Okay, let's talk about selfishness. You've had two children. How did the first child go? They don't live with you, right? Because honestly, you were a terrible fucking parent. And so you had the second child. Why did you have that second child? Was that a because you were a glorious mother? Or was that because you really wanted to try to keep this other guy that was wrong for you? And also because, honestly, you're a little bit of a fucking idiot. You're a little bit of a fucking idiot. And I love you, but you make terrible goddamn choices in your life. And don't be mad at me for making those. I didn't make those fucking choices for you. Not my fault you are a single parent. I didn't knock you up. You, know, you want to talk about thinking about only for yourself. Maybe you should have not thought about yourself before you did that. And you should have thought about that child and went, boy... In the scheme of things, am I really good? At no, you're not. And you shouldn't have done that. So I'm like, I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to say any of these things. I talked to a lot of my other friends about this. And cheers to all of you out there uh, for getting me through that sort of rougher patch of things. I really love you to death. And if there's anything I can do for you talk whatever like anything that's within my means always let me know but so i decided oh you know what i'm gonna do i took some of these conversations that i had and i just screenshotted the responses and i just sent those to her and none of those were really mean they didn't really concern her at all most of them said 
wow, I find that difficult. Well, you're one of the most supportive people. Like you haven't even known me that long and you've given me nothing but support. Like, what is this person talking about? So, you know, I figured, okay, I'm going to send all those screenshots uh, to her. And here's one other doozy that's going to happen. And we're going to talk about this because there's 10 minutes in the show left. The other thing that this has stuck in my craw and lit a fire under me for, and I think I'm at the point where it's a 50-50, I don't give a shit, and I do give a shit, and I want my pound of flesh. There are a few people who are on my, if I see you in real life, I will honestly, physically attack you. We'll talk about the other person another day. But there is a person on Twitter called Mr. Stabby Time TV. Mr. Stabby Time TV is a Canadian guy who decided to do these little Michael Myers skits and got kind of popular because all of the horror community people thought that was funny. And so he has his account and he tweets all of his little horror movie stuff. And at some point during the pandemic, he had a message about how they were struggling to pay rent and they were worried about losing their uh, apartment and so on and so forth. And he's like, hey, uh, I think I'm going to put like, uh, a, a, I don't know if it's a, a Patreon, one of those fundraising things. He's like, uh, you know, I, I don't like doing this, but I'm going to put something up there uh, because I really need some help. And I talked to this person several times on Twitter, whatever. And so I, I reached out to him. I said, hey, um, I know a lot of people hate doing this. Like I, I know times right now are like super tough. A lot of people lost their jobs or this and that and the other. So like I, I, I get it. And I said, if you, cause like you're going to have to do this fundraising thing and you're going to have to wait the two weeks to see if you get the money or whatever or not. I said, I tell you what, if, if you'd rather not do that, I will loan you the money. And this was $500. I said, I will loan you the money and just pay it back to me in 90 days. I, I like, that's it. I, I don't want anything from you. I didn't say, you know, and again, he has a fairly large Twitter following, or at least did. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't say, I want anything in return. And, and, he, and he even asked, he's like, oh, is this? I said, no, it's like, this isn't anything. I, like, I just, I'm in a position to help, and I'm fortunate in the position that I'm in. And so for you and your family, like, if this takes some stress off your back, I'll loan you this $500. He's like, you know, no, no interest or anything like that. I said, no, there's no interest, no nothing. Just pay, just give it back to me in 90 days. He's like, yeah, it, it should only take a month. Like it should only take a month and then I'll have it back and it should be fine. And I said, okay. So he's like, well, you know, I, I probably not, but I'll, you know, think about it. So a couple days goes by and he hits me back up and he says, hey, I thought about this and, you know, I think a lot of people are also struggling because the donation thing's not really doing so great. So like if it's $500 for 90 days, with no interest, like I'll accept and agree to that. 
And I said, okay. So I sent him a PayPal for the $500. That was in August of 2021. I haven't received a single cent of that back. At first, when the 90 days was coming up, he sent me a message and said, hey, I'm still struggling for this. We had some other expenses come up. And I said, dude, that's fine. What do you need? Another 60 days or whatever, 30 days, uh, that's fine. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, And then I'm sure I'll have it. So, okay, cool. Then that time period elapses. Hey man, uh, do you have any of this? Uh, no, you know, we had this thing. He had some other thing where like, I don't know if it was like, a guinea pig or something that they had. And he's like, uh, you know, we're still struggling. I said, look, you know, I'm not trying to be paying the ass on this. Like, and, and it isn't like I desperately need the money back right now. So just tell me when you can think you can get it back to me. And like, and that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, another, another month, another whatever. Okay, cool. That time period elapses. Hey man, you're, you're not like way over this. You know, I'm like, what's going on? Like, I just want to know when you'll be paying this back. No response. So send him a couple more messages. Oh, yeah, I've been really busy with stuff. Sorry, whatever. And then nothing. And then I'm like, hey, uh, you know, again, I'm trying to be a pain ass in this, but pay me the money back. Like, you know, realistically, this is ridiculous at this point. No response just ignored. Send him up on Instagram. And he responds to me on Instagram. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, I haven't been checking Twitter. Uh, I've been trying to sell some of my horror memorabilia to, to, to get you your money. I said, well, okay, the, the horror memorabilia you have. Like, tell me about what some of the pieces are. Like, maybe I'll just buy that from you and then we'll call this square. I mean, that sounds fair, right? Again, it wasn't like I said, I want a bottom basement price. I just said, what do you have to sell? No, horror memorabilia, masks, horror posters, uh, autographed videos, stuff that you'd get from like a convention, right? So rare horror stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, just, you know, what do you, what do you have? Maybe, maybe that's fine. Nope. Leaves it on, leaves it on red. Never get a response. Since then, he has now flat ignored me. <clears throat> and for a while, I feel like he was hiding because you didn't really even see him on Twitter so much. But now this asshole is back posting his little Twitter horror memes, trying to, I think, rebuild his follower account because he's trying to make this movie and get financing for some movie. And I felt like saying, if you can't handle the financing of $500, you will never be able to make it in any sort of movie case. But... I didn't want to start a big drama bomb, whatever, but I think I'm gonna. I think I've had enough, and I think after what this shitty person said to me, I'm gonna post all this and say, hey, just so, again, everybody knows, you know, I tried to help people before and got fucked in the ass, and have I been bitter about that and decided, nope, that's it, I'm never helping another person, I'm never doing anything for anybody? No. Now, granted... What I, what I told to one of my other friends uh, on Twitter who said, when I told him the story, he goes, dude, what a fucking creep. I fucking hate that guy. 
He's like, dude, if you decide to go public with this, like I'll back you up, like whatever. He goes, uh, you know, that dude, complete fucking jackass. And I said, yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm just going to go flat out straight up with it. And I'll send that screenshot to that person too and say, Hey, there's somebody else. Like I'm always thinking of how everybody else is doing. I worry about the world. I worry about my community. I worry about my friends all the fucking time. So no, I don't just care for myself. You stupid bitch. Shove that up your fucking ass and choke on it. So I'm not saying you have to. I'm not even suggesting that you should. But if you follow my Twitter timeline and you follow my feed, you may want to keep an eye out for that. Because there's a possibility there'll be some large sparks flying. But I think I've had enough. I think I've had enough of that. And for as much as goodwill as I feel like I've tried to give out, I am not going to have somebody else uh, say something shitty like that to me. Meanwhile, that guy basically stole from me. And I really, at this point, have sort of come to peace with, I will probably never get that back. But what I told this other guy was, yeah, and you know what? Other people were posting about how they had trouble and this and that. And my thing was, I set aside that specific amount of money as basically, look, I'll loan it out to people. And when they pay it back, I can use that to loan out to other people that are struggling. Well, guess what? He fucked you all. He fucked you all. Because the charity hat is now empty because of that asshole. So... You give him a piece of your mind if you feel like it when that goes public. If I don't do it this week, it'll be the week after. But fuck him too. So, there's a cheers to your Monday night. (laughs) (laughs) Boo. So, that's going to do it for a Monday episode. Even though we talked about uh, some hilarious liquid steaks and diarrhea. Sorry if the end portion of this was a little bit on the heavy, sad side. But that's the yin-yang of the nightcap. Including black cats screaming trout or fish or whatever. The jiggly, jiggly screaming carp. Is that a carp? Kind of looks like a carp. Um... So, yes, we will see you again tomorrow night for another nightcap. Um, hopefully, I don't end up with some sort of weird explosive GI issue, and we can do all of our episodes this week. But good night, everybody. And as we say at the end of all of our episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. Get yourselves some rest out there, and we'll see you soon. Love you. I don't... <laughs> <laughs>